0: Love Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 103 GSPN. of medicine and social networking, this is the Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio. I am, of course, your favorite physician host, the best-dressed host here on Blog Talk Radio. I am TV's Dr. Anonymous. That's right, TV's Dr. Anonymous. If you don't know what that is, go to DrAnonymous.com and you will see why. And you can find that at DrAnonymous.com. You can also find me at DrAnonymous.net. That brings you right to my Facebook page. You can become my Facebook fan. I know, your dream. Very exciting. And then you can also find me at DrAnonymous.org. That will take you right to my iTunes page where you can subscribe and get all you can handle of me. I know, very exciting. Uh, Today is Thursday, June 11th. 2009. Just nine days until Podcamp Ohio. We'll be getting back into that uh, discussion a little bit. Um, And about 120 days until Blog World Expo. Yes, for you med bloggers out there, if you haven't heard already, uh, there's going to be a huge med blogger meetup out there on October 15th out there in Las Vegas. And we can maybe get into that a little bit later as well. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And tonight, very special show here for you tonight. Uh, Tonight begins the unofficial month of uh, PodCamp Ohio right here on the Dr. Anonymous show. We have a great show for you you here tonight, and uh, I've wanted to have our guest on for a very long time. Our guest tonight, who will be joining us in a few minutes, will be... uh, Cliff Ravenscraft. And I want to apologize for him, to him. Uh, before he comes on, I've been screwing up his name during the promo clips. <laughs> I don't know what my problem is. so. But uh, Cliff Ravenscraft is his name, and uh, he's from the podcast network called GSPN.TV, and we'll get into that. Uh, and also taking your phone calls a little bit later as well and talking about, blo- uh, talking about uh, PodCamp Ohio as well. So, But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again this evening. And um, like I said uh, last week, I want to thank everybody for joining the show. Uh, you know, I, I did a, a, a search uh, recently, uh, and there are about 40, 40 shows going on here at the same time, right here on the network. And I want to thank you for joining me live or um, on the archives. Uh, so those of you who are new to the show... Uh, and those of you who don't know, I am a family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And uh, I've had my blog for three years this month, and uh, we'll be celebrating that next week here on the show. And uh, I've had this show uh, almost for two years now, and this is show number uh, 103. If you want to join the show later this evening, uh, We'll talk about anything you like. The number here is 646-716-9514. And if you're listening live, you can see my smiling face here on the webcam. And, and those of you who uh, who are new to the show, welcome. Uh, there is a little bit of delay in, uh, in seeing my lips <laughs> move on the screen and the audio. That is normal here, so uh, uh, hopefully that won't uh, distract you uh, too much. And uh, uh, so, so yeah. And uh, before we get started here, I do want to give a high and hello to everybody in the chat room. Here, we are, already have uh, twelve people in our chat room. I do want to give a special uh, uh, welcome to our guests. Uh, so I encourage the guests to register here at the uh, Blog Talk Radio site, and you can join and type in the chat room and uh, join in the fun. I also want to uh, welcome Agent Merv and uh, J Man, our favorite stalker here on Blog Talk Radio, Kimmy. And Liz and Katz from the Landview Lowdown, PK, and and our guest Cliff is in there, and uh, Ben from the Woodshed Crew is in there, and also a new listener, uh, the App Show. I'm a great admirer of the uh, App Show, and uh, going to be uh, meeting him at PodCamp Ohio uh, next week. So looking forward uh, to that. So I think I have all of my introduction stuff here uh, here going. Uh, so uh, we will take a little bit of a break here, and then uh, we will bring in our guest. So uh, you're listening to the Dr. Anonymous show, a proud sponsor, uh, PodCamp Ohio. You can find it at podcampohio.com, and we will be right back. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more.
1: Baby, don't hurt
0: Hey, this is the Reverend Rock Dog from Annie and Burl Live. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show on Blog Talk Radio.
1: He's a lifesaver with a microphone, and he's accepting new patients. This is the show that goes beyond the blog to bring you the best people in medicine and in new media. That's the Dr. Anonymous Show, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern.
0: Hey, welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, only on Blog Talk Radio. And now I am happy to uh, welcome our guest from GSPN.TV, Cliff Ravensclap. Cliff, Ray, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on.
0: I have wanted to have you on the show for a long time, but uh, I know that uh, your, your schedule has been uh, uh, very busy, especially during uh, television season, and I know Thursday nights are very, uh, very busy for you and the people in your uh, community, but uh, thank you for being on the show.
1: I'm glad to be here and it is kind of nice to be outside of the TV season to give us a little bit of a a little bit of a breather on Wednesdays, Thursdays and Sundays and Mondays and a couple other days of the week I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Well, great. Um, well, I mean, as, uh, if people, especially if people are new to the show, I usually interview uh, people in the medical community. But I will ask you, Cliff, the same question that I ask uh, anybody, anybody on this show. and It's a good insight to kind of uh, get, to get to have my listeners know you for a little bit. So uh, tell my listeners here, what is so cool about your job? What gets you up in the morning to, to get working?
1: Well, uh, the fact that I am in control of what I decide I want to do for the day is number one, for, first and foremost. I had the great blessing of leaving my soul-sucking career in insurance after 11 years to pursue my passion and something that brings meaning and purpose in my life, which is uh, basically podcasting. And It may seem selfish and self-serving, except for the fact that I explain to people that this is a calling in my life, and I used to be an associate pastor. Uh, for several years, and and I ended up leaving behind official positions in the church that I used to do, just uh you know just for the kindness of my heart. No no official staff position there for a while. No no paid position. And instead, I went into full time ministry through podcasting. Is kind of the way that I see it these days, and uh, that's what gets me up every morning. I can't wait to start at five o'clock every morning
0: yeah you and I kind of have a maybe a similar starting point uh, back in December two thousand five and and that's when I started listening to podcasts and that's when you kind of started basically as as a hobby um, I mean you know I think we also share some of the things we're kind of geeky, but uh, what what kind of drew you towards podcasting right in the first place and, and, and as opposed to something like blogging which in two thousand four and two thousand five which was you know, a lot of people were doing.
1: Well, I I actually started blogging back in, I think it was 90, oh, I guess it was probably right around 98 or 99. Um, I I was blogging before there was anything called blogging. I used to take static HTML pages, and I used to create uh, basically an index.html page, and that was my blog entry for the day. And at the the next day, I would come along. I would uh, rename that to archive, and then a six-digit date .html, and I would create a brand new index .html with a link to that a hyperlink to the old archive pages. And I used to I used to blog manually. So I've been a I've been involved in technology and sharing my life online uh, before there was anything known as a blog, and uh, when when Blogger and and movable type and all this other stuff came about it's like oh this is so much easier so I, i've i've been involved in sharing my life online ever since then and uh i've always been one of those guys who's always wanted to connect with other people it's, it's something that's built in with me and, uh the fascination goes all the way back to the day when i got my first cb radio uh talking to people on the other side of town and uh and and now with podcasting having the well, first of all i like to hear myself talk so uh, some people say that's a little conceited but uh you know I'm I I like to hear myself talk and and I like to talk a lot and, and so um podcasting was just a natural fit for me and uh I think podcasting and blogging go hand in hand so I I, I do quite a bit of both
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> and I know that, that you've shared with us on, on the, um on your own podcast as far as you know making that decision to, uh, you know, leave the, you know, comfortable, and you've said yourself, you know, kind of lucrative job in the insurance industry to, to take the leap um, into doing uh, new media podcasting full-time. Um, um, looking back on that now, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, do, do you still think about that as far as, you know? What was I thinking or, or going through that process? Do you still kind of process that whole back time uh, every once in a while?
1: I, I look back at that time. Um, I will tell you that I gave a 90-day notice to my career. For for those who don't know this, I was making uh, – and, and I, I've never been the one not to to kind of disclose some things that most people consider personal. So, But I used to make about $85,000 a year. I was very, very secure in my career, family-run insurance agency. Uh, I was scheduled to take it over, and it would be two years from now that my dad would retire, guaranteed income of six figures. So that, that, that's pretty much what I left behind. But uh, what I what I also left behind was the fact that I despised waking up in the morning. I, I, I literally was depressed every single day that I went into work. Um, it got to the point where all I could think about was podcasting and connecting and building community and having relationships that made a difference in people's lives and that and I was getting that from podcasting and um, I wasn't getting that from insurance anymore I wasn't you know people seemed to get a little bit more irate and angry and upset about just you know the fact that they didn't have the money to pay their bills and it's it's like I said it became a soul-sucking career uh, for me And, and it didn't matter how much money I was paid I was miserable and, and as a result, um, my efforts as being the husband and the father that I wanted to be were, were suffering as a consequence of that. And so it didn't matter how much money I was being paid. Uh, it, just, it just became evident that, that I needed a change in my life. And so I decided, and, and along with the blessings of my wife, uh, that we were going to chuck that. And uh, at the time, we had no idea what we were going to do. In fact, my first year of doing this full-time, I think we made $18,000. Uh, and we made some serious lifestyle adjustments and looking back, I will tell you it is the best decision of my life and If I had to do it all over again i would I would choose to do it again in a heartbeat in fact, I wouldn't have given my ninety eight ninety day notice the only thing I regret is that I didn't start this a year earlier than i did
0: um and and the interesting thing is to to let my audience know is that you know you let your community know this real time with your podcast um and maybe just share a little bit with my audience here you know that the conversation i mean not specifically but but you know the yeah you know, the decision that like the conversation with your wife and with your dad as far as you know taking this step that you feel that you felt and feel called to do
1: i'm sorry was was that a question there mike
0: I, i'm just dr a yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just just kind of because cause, cause I, I think what would be interesting is just to kind of uh, maybe just I guess share again as far as, you know, when you had your conversation with your wife or even with your dad back at that time, just saying, you know, I want to leave this, but I want to do something that I'm really called to do and do full-time podcasting, full-time new media. Um, you know, those conversations, you know, I know you kind of shared with your uh, with your listeners, but maybe just kind of... Kind of take my listeners kind of through that a little bit as far as you know what what was going through your mind as far as you know thinking about approaching your wife about this or approaching your father about this decision.
1: Well, um, sure. In fact, I just put a link in the chat room. I'm, and perhaps for the people who listen to this after the fact, you might be able to put it in the show notes. It's to episode number 151 of a show that used to be called My Crazy Life, which is now Pursuing a Balanced Life. Uh, but anyway, episode 151 was titled The Biggest Decision of My Life, and that's the one where you actually hear my wife and I sit down and announce to our community uh, this, the decision that we had come to make together. And uh, I'll I tell you, it was, it was a huge thing for us because my, my biggest concern was how on earth are we going to make this work financially? You know, th- there was no question that I had the, pa- the passion to do it, and that this is what I was called to do but the question was you know how can I support a family of five doing something that literally nobody else is doing and and it was it was just a total face thing and the only thing that was the only thing that was evident to, evident to me was that my wife was conven- completely convinced that this is something that I had to do uh, I, there was no me approaching her about it it's it's something that she had been trying to nudge me toward uh, accepting as, as, you know, this is this is the path you're being called to go down, and it, and, and I'm actually the one who was the last person to get it because um, I I had people that I worked, you know, basically business associates, uh, people who worked for insurance companies that I represented, that you know they they could tell just by my conversations that Man, Cliff, one day you're going to be podcasting full time, and I'm like, yeah, right. If if only I could make a living doing that and uh people in my community uh, just literally i i could name 10 15 people off the top of my head right now that that just consistently over the last 3 years had just written me written me email after email after email just a couple months apart from each other just saying you know one day you're going to be doing this full time and so so for me it was always i can't do this because i'm scared i i can't do this because i've got a great paying Career. I, I've got job security. I've got great benefits. You, you, you don't know. You don't know how good I have it, until I finally recognized one day I just woke up and and it's just like I don't want to get out of bed. I, I don't want to go to work. I hate my job, and and in fact all I can do is while I was at work is think about podcasting, and if I'm too tired to podcast after I get off work, then I just want to go to bed. I, I don't want to do anything. And I realized how miserable I was. And it's, it's finally at that point where um, I started sharing episodes number 148, 149, and 150 of My Crazy Life. And uh, I, just, I just started to share the real honest feelings and thoughts that were going through my head. And finally people started emailing me and said, Cliff, you need a change. You, you need to quit your job. And, and my wife was sitting here at home not talking. She didn't know what these people were saying. In the community to me via personal emails And my wife says you need to quit Your job and I'm like okay Okay Uh, but let me tell You all the reasons why I can't and she says And and she goes and exactly Where does faith in God come into The picture here and so she called Me out on it and and so finally I was like okay I I know this is the right Thing to do but You know how am I going to break this to my mom Or my dad you know what are they going to Say and uh well, if you listen to 151, you'll hear how scared I was of that conversation. And then if you listen to episode 152, right after it, you'll, you'll understand that, that my mom – when I approached my dad, he says, you know, I've been waiting, been waiting for months for you to come in here and talk to me about this because I, I didn't want to say anything, but I clearly know that this is not where you're called to be. And I know that you're going to be successful in, in this new venture. And, in fact, he was more excited about it than I was. And then it's like, okay, so now I've got everybody surrounding me who loves me and cares for me who would be willing to say, Cliff, that's a stupid pipe dream. Give it up. That's, nobody's ever going to pay you to do that. Nobody, ever, nobody that was ever close to me who really would have the, the, the audacity to say it and not be afraid that you know, it would come between us. Nobody ever said anything like that. It was all encouragement. It was all support. My wife's behind me, and then all of a sudden my dad's behind me, and it's like, okay, then maybe this is the way it should be, and that's what happened. It, it, just, it just happened like that. Now, I will tell you, I give a 90-day notice, and I will tell you, I thought I was going to die from panic attacks and, and, and so much anxiety that I, I literally thought I was having a heart attack for about three days straight um, in the month of December leading up to my very first or my very last day in the insurance business. And that, that was, I will tell you, I I remember sitting down, we were, you know, my wife and I sitting there podcasting about television shows and we're sitting there watching this television show and I'm supposed to be enjoying it and taking notes and, and we're going to go downstairs and share our excitement and enthusiasm about the awesomeness of these great shows that we're going to podcast about. And I will just tell you silently inside my mind and my heart and my soul, there was so much despair and anxiety built up within me that I just felt hopeless inside. It's like, what have I done? But I will yeah. tell you January, yeah. January 1st, 2008 came along, and I've never looked back since.
0: Wow. And and something that, that is that – is, uh... Uh, fascinating to me too, and I think you did mention this on your podcast. Is that I mean, you didn't need to share that podcast. You could have deleted it. You didn't need to send it out in the feed. Um, why did you feel it was important to share something from a from a professional standpoint? The biggest decision of your life.
1: Well, that that's pretty much as, when I when I say that this is a this is a calling. Um, I literally mean that I what I've recognized. Um, in my life is that specifically my calling is to share my life in a real transparent and authentic way meaning that there are no masks i'm never going to pretend to be somebody that i'm not when i when i and 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 the thing is is people sometimes you know you can get, you can get the brunt of either one of the ends of that you can you can get the really honest and authentic and transparent and depressed and discouraged cliff in a podcast or you, maybe get, you might get the I'm on the top of the world and I'm a very proud and somewhat it may be seeming overly confident Cliff Ravenscraft. And that's right. just who I am. You, you know, One day I'm excited, the other day I may not be so excited. But the one thing that people can come to expect from me and anything that I do online is you're going to get the real deal. And what, right. what I've recognized from that is there are a lot of people? Or, well, I'm sorry, there are a handful of people who said, you know, Cliff, from a professional standpoint, you know, some people may not look up to you professionally and think that you're, you know, that you're somebody that, you know, is of a certain, uh, you don't, you don't, you may not like, um, what's the word? You you may not come off as a very professional individual, you know, sharing such personal details of your life. And I definitely recognize that, and I'm sure that the way that I share so much of who I am and, and stuff like that is, is a real turnoff to some people. But I will tell you that there are literally thousands of people out there on a consistent basis that are emailing me, that are connecting with me in the forums and Twitter and Facebook and calling into our shows that are telling me over and over again, it's like, thank you for sharing that. And, I, and I've actually said th- – I've, I've had some podcasts before that I have deleted that I did not put out. But, there have been some podcasts where I almost didn't put it out, and I say at the end of the podcast, I say, "Listen, I have no idea if you're going to hear this one or not because to be honest with you, I'm kind of embarrassed about the stuff that I'm sharing here you know th- but you know this is real, this is what I'm struggling with, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm processing but uh if you get this i'm you know i don't know how you'll feel about it, but uh i I might put it out there, and if you don't get this, well, you'll never know anyway." And it never fails. The ones that I'm the most uh, self-conscious of, the ones that I feel like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have put that one out, those are the ones that elicit the most response saying, thank you. I've been dealing with the same sort of issues or feelings, and I, I didn't know anybody else felt that way.
0: Uh, if you're just joining us, welcome to the Dr. Anonymous show here on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, our guest uh, this evening is uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, and uh, uh, you can find him at gspn.tv. Before we go on, I want to give another uh, hi and hello to everybody in the chat room. We have Agent Murr, we have J-Man, we have Liz, we have Kat from the Land Below down, PK, uh, Ben from the Woodshed Crew, uh, the App Show, we have Survivor. Stephanie, thank you for joining us. I think uh, it's our our first-time listener, thank you for joining us, Ramona, and we have a guest in there. So, so thank you for all uh, joining us, and, and Cliff, thank you for for sharing that um, with us. I think that really gives my listeners kind of a uh, a good background of, of where you're coming from. But just kind of kind of switch gears here and talk about something fun here. Your probably your your flagship uh, podcast is 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 your Lost podcast, yeah. and uh, that's really what what people started uh, uh, knowing you for and 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 listening to your other podcasts. Um, Obviously, they probably just started uh, just you talking about loss, but uh, um, uh, when did you know when when things were kind of taking off as far as, you know, more people listening and and giving feedback and that type of thing? Uh,
1: Well, that, that one is a fluke, and it's one that I wish there was some way as a podcast consultant that I could give you a formula to make it happen, but there's a lot of things that just fell into place. Um, I started that podcast in December of 2005 with my wife, and we had our next-door neighbor at the time join us. And um, the idea was that, you know, it would be really cool with this new technology if I created a podcast and and we'd just talk about our favorite television show Lost, and all the hidden clues and the Easter eggs that most people that just maybe just casually view the show they might miss. Uh, You know, I, I enjoyed researching stuff on the Internet, getting screen captures and blogging about it, Up to that point. But I decided, okay, let's take this to the next level. Let's start podcasting. Well, we put our first show out December 16, 2005. Uh, The first episode, I think, got downloaded by a couple hundred people. And by the time we had the third or fourth episode, we were about 14,000 subscribers. Wow. And today we reach about 45,000 subscribers.
0: Wow. (laughs) Wow. Did, did you did you kind of have a sense at a time? I mean, probably obviously no, but I mean, when did you kind of know that was it when you were seeing the numbers, when you were getting the feedback, that you really knew that you had something?
1: Well, I, I knew we had something pretty much within the, the first eight weeks of the show because within eight weeks, the matter of fact, I, I'll even uh, give her credit right here and now. I'm sure she'll eventually come and listen to this episode. Uh, Edith Baker was the very first person. Who really is the one who sensed that there's something in my future that's dealing with this as a career? Uh, Edith Baker uh, was somebody. Who, she we, we opened it up and said, you know, hey guys, we we've got some equipment here. I spent all my Christmas money on this stuff, and uh, you know, it sounds good, but we we'd love to uh, add some new equipment. We get us each some microphones and, and maybe upgrade to a mixer and some stuff like that. And uh, I will tell you that that she sent money over that that helped us purchase some equipment and some initial gifts and she goes i want you to understand that this is my consider this is my investment in what i think is your future and and, and she goes i believe you're going to go somewhere with this and i was like oh okay that's great thanks whatever but it, it started to dawn on me that all my all of a sudden i realized that when i got in front of my microphone i came alive and that that's when i knew And and at that point, it's like, I don't care if I have 50 50 listeners or 500,000 listeners. That doesn't matter to me. The fact is, is that here I am, I'm able to share what's on my heart, what's on my mind, and that if there are just a handful of people that are interested in hearing this and it either entertains them, gives them some kind of educational benefit, or whether it's encouraging or if it's inspiring – then this is what I want to do, and so I knew from wow. the beginning that that eventually one day that I would do this full time. I just thought it would be ten, fifteen years down the road.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's it so similar uh, <laughs> how you say that because because I, I I definitely am in touch with some of that stuff that you're saying. Is that uh, uh, you know I I used to be very uh, obsessive about my stats on my blog and podcast and and all that stuff and uh, there was one point i don't know where it was i'd be like hey forget it you know <laughs> you know people are going to listen people are going to read or they're not going to read um you know i shouldn't really worry about that i know uh, i recall you saying that at one point you you know you were seeking out and relying on sponsorships for your show you don't do that you know too much now uh because you're, you're really uh emphasizing the content and the community uh, and i think that's uh, that's that's something that definitely keeps you going and that's i i i admire you for that
1: thank you yeah it it it's definitely the community that that is my primary focus if it you know if it weren't for the emails that come in if it weren't for the forum posts you know and if it weren't for the phone calls that come in on the voicemail i mean i i would eventually just just dry up i mean it 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 really is the it's it's the connection that i have with those who want to connect that keep me going. And, and I, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a very relational-style person. I, I really want to connect with people at, at a deeper level than just saying, hey, how's the weather outside? You know, I, I mm-hmm. really want to have deep relationships and encourage other people to have deep relationships, and, and let's pursue a balanced life together. That, that's, that's my whole goal, and that's, that's, why I feel, that's what I feel like I'm called to do.
0: Sure, sure. Um, let's kind of fast forward a little bit. I, I did want to talk about um, New Year's Eve 2008 um, and uh, your decision to do a 24-hour podcast. Um, uh, how did that idea come about?
1: Well, um, I've, I've heard other people do these these podcasts before. Uh, these marathons before, but I never saw it done in the way that I thought I could do it, and uh, boy was I crazy. But uh, I'm, I'm glad I did it. Uh, here, here's the thing: I, I wanted. I, I've seen people do uh, these these 24 hour marathons on Ustream, but and or in talks, you or some other various forms, but they've always been, you know, pretty much the only people who really get the benefit from the activities or the content or whatever that's there, are the people who are there during that 24-hour period of time. Well, the thing is, is, is in December of 2008, we were celebrating two things. One, we were just celebrating the end of what we consider to be a very successful first year of me doing podcasting full-time as a career, meaning that you know my sole income for that year was generated by podcasting new media. Um and, and, the, and a small uh, withdrawal, early withdrawal from my pension fund uh, to cover some of the extra expenses. But the thing is, though, is it, was, it was a successful year. We had not borrowed a single penny, no debt incurred whatsoever. And th- not only that, but we were also on December 16, 2008, celebrating our third year in podcasting. So I figured, you know, why not celebrate this in a huge way and do one of these marathons. But instead of doing, you know, just live stuff, why don't we record 24 hours straight worth of podcasting content so that if you're not able to join us during the 24-hour period of time, that you'll still be able to listen to all 24 hours of that content. And, of course, somebody might say, well, who in the world is going to listen to 24 hours worth of content? Well, a lot of people are. Uh, In fact, today, I'm posting this one in your chat room right now, today I released episode 19 of what was the Community Voice podcast, uh, and that is featuring yourself, uh, where you and I sat there and talked for almost an hour. And basically, I recorded 19 of those during that 24-hour period of time, and I've been releasing one episode a week every single week since then, and I'm still not finished. Really? Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah, and uh, I, uh, I want to thank you for for uh, you know inviting me to be on. That was, that was fun. But something I definitely remember from that evening uh, was that was uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time, and you were going on hour whatever 21 or 22 because I think you began at like 11 p.m. it wasn't midnight. It was, I think it was an hour earlier, uh, and you went through the whole you know 24 hours. And by the time you and I got on the, you know, on the on the phone or whatever, I mean, I and I, me myself, I was that was on call. I think that was my fifth out of seven days of being on call. So I was feeling kind of loopy. You were feeling kind of loopy, and uh, uh, you probably did a lot of editing for that show because we were just kind of uh, kind of wacky during uh, during that hour of, uh, <laughs> of podcasting. Yeah, if, if if
1: you if you go and listen to it, I know I just put it out today, so you probably haven't had a chance to yet. But uh, if you go and listen to it. I did, I, now those who know me know that I hardly ever do editing, but, um, these community voice podcasts, they've been edited. And in fact, if you listen to it, you'll, you'll recognize the edit points because we sound extremely lucid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we, all, we almost sound as though we know what we're talking about. And I did, there was one point though, that I did leave in there and it's near the end and all I'll do is, is is suggest that people listen to it. And and I will just say there was a comment that was made uh, about Stephanie and, oh, gosh, what was it? I said something about my wife, and I said, said something. Oh, I can't remember what it was. But but um you you said, oh, gosh, Cliff, you need to do another 24 hours of podcast. I said, i got to do something because I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep in my own bed tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was hilarious.
1: I, I kind of left that one in there. It was like,
0: why did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was was kind of funny, because uh, uh, that interview kind of uh, sparked a little bit of controversy in the Dr. Anonymous community, because uh, um, up to that point, I I didn't uh, reveal much of my personal life, and uh, some of that came out in the interview, which is fine, uh, because that's kind of my... uh, my plan of the uh, the the worst uh, anonymous doctor on the internet because you know my face is out there, my voice is out there, my videos are out there, and I still call myself uh, Doctor Anonymous. So I think it's it's kind of a running joke that I'm going to be telling people now.
1: Well, you know, um, I I deleted one spot where I actually said your name, and I bleeped out the I couldn't delete it out of the the ending because I was playing the music in the background, so I just bleeped it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, something next I'd I, I like to, to talk to you about, because, I mean, this is a health show, and uh, um, I want to talk a little bit about the, kind of the week following New Year's Eve, uh, because you had a little bit of an experience with the uh, medical community, which kind of intersected with your uh, new media life, kind of.
1: It did. Well, actually, back up just a, a little bit, and let's go uh, three hours before the 24-hour podcast marathon went
0: okay. live. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: So, so the, the podcast marathon went live on December 30th um, at 12.01 a.m., but at 9 o'clock p.m., that night, you know, just three hours before I went live, um, I had this pain in my chest uh, as though somebody had taken a serrated sword, a, a sword, or let's, let's just say a shard of glass, and just basically rammed it right in through my gut, and then was twisting it inside and out and just just basically uh, just tearing up the inside of my, of my gut. And I, have, I had never experienced pain like that before. I couldn't understand what it was. But it literally laid me out. I had tears coming from my eyes, and i just i I just fell asleep. Um, I was on my knees, bent down with my face into the chair, and I fell asleep and It finally passed about two hours later, and I went downstairs, and that 's when I started the twenty four hour podcast marathon Wow now. I, after the marathon was over, I went to sleep, and about 3 o'clock that next morning, the same pain woke me up. And it wouldn't go away, so I ended up going into the emergency room uh, within, the, within the next day, and then I ended up being admitted to the hospital with uh, severe uh, gallstones, a uh, gallbladder attack. Basically, gallbladder needing to be removed, and I uh, had gallstones stuck in my, uh, I guess, a cystic duct. Right. And, uh, anyway, yeah. So, so I go there, and there was a huge fiasco. I, I, I certainly blogged about all of this, and I'm sure you remember that. Yes. And the re- the reason I blogged about it because I wanted to make sure that when I died, that my wife would have all the malpractice uh, information <laughs> that she needed to make sure that she would be set for the rest of her life with the kids. Right. Because these people literally almost killed me yeah and i am I'm not over exaggerating I, I i do tend to i do tend to over exaggerate from time to time, but this I'm not uh, basically, I had three different doctors who never communicated with each other about my case. They only read each other's notes briefly in the folder file before they came in to to talk to me and and before they dictated uh, what they would what the nurses needed to order for you know, my different tests and stuff. Well, anyway, I had one doctor tell me that I had to not only have my gallbladder removed, but before I had to have this thing called an ERCP. Yes. And that if, if they didn't do the ERCP uh, and, and the, um, yeah, the ERCP, if I didn't have that done and I had my gallbladder removed and this, this um, gallbladder or gallstone was to come down into my pancreas, that it would cause an infection and I, and I would probably die as a result of it. Yes. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, I, then definitely I want to be scheduled for the ERCP before my, my thing. Well, the next day I have the second doctor come in, and the second doctor comes in and says, hey, everything, uh, you know, you had your test this morning, we haven't got the results back, but I want to let you know we've went ahead and scheduled your gallbladder removal. And I'm like, okay, great, that sounds excellent. But uh, when and so the nurse came in and told me about the the gallbladder removal. I said, "Now who's going to tell me about the details of the ERCP?" And she goes, "You're not scheduled for an ERCP." Right. And I'm like, uh, "What do you mean I'm not?" I said, the, "She and she goes here, sign this, sign this, um, not waiver form, but this uh, consent form for the gallbladder removal." Right. I said, "I'm not, I'm not signing anything. I want to talk to my doctor. I, I was told that I'll die if I don't have this other thing done." Well, anyway. They, uh, I called the, they called the doctor back in, and he says, I really don't think he needs it. I, I, I did finally get the test later in the afternoon, and that's why I didn't order it. And so I, I had a do- another doctor come in, and he says, you definitely need this. And he says, I'm going to go ahead and schedule this, but it won't be, it won't be officially scheduled until, until your other doctor approves it. Well, the o- other doctor denied it, and that we they were going back and forth back and forth anyway the nurse comes in and tells me about the ERCP and so she explains to me about the fact that all the tearing and how dangerous this ERCP is and that there's you know and and she didn't say it this way but the way she said it is that there's about a 30 or 40% chance that something could go terribly wrong and you would die as a result of this of this right. procedure right
0: right right and I'm like now are you are why? you are you having, are you having pain during this time when you are you getting all this communication oh, yeah. and stuff? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I was in extreme pain, and I was on morphine and had pain right uh, so so anyway, um the, I'm like you're telling me I, I, it's, I didn't think it was I thought it was routine. she goes, no, 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 this is not routine this this is you know, and she explained how they're going to go in and stuff like that, and she explained to me all the things that could go wrong. And, how, and she even told me how often it does go wrong. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that my doctor today was right, and I don't need this. And so finally they approved it, and then all of a sudden now I'm afraid to have this thing, and I couldn't get any doctors to come and talk to me. And finally the, the gastro doctor comes in and he says, listen, that your doctor swears that you don't need it. I believe that you do. I'm confident that I can do this. Yes, it's extremely dangerous, but I, I, I have the confidence that I can do this. And, and he says, I can't, I can't sway you one way or the other. And so I finally said, you know what, I'm, I'm putting my life in your hands, you, I, and you've been the one doctor that's sat here and talked to me. And, uh, you know, that means a lot to me. You've answered my questions. Uh, I'm signing the consent form. I want you to do the ERCP. Well, sure enough, they did the ERCP. They found two stones in my cystic duct that if it would not have been removed, I, it would have gone into pancreatitis and I could have died.
0: Right, right.
1: And, and yeah, it, had I not had I not said anything, uh, I would have got my gallbladder removed and I would have been out the next day.
0: Right, yeah. And, and something that, that I remember back from that time is that your community just came around you because I know you were sending some Twitters and I know you were probably getting a lot of direct messages and emails and things, you know, what's going on. And, and I think we even sent out some questions like, what does this mean or what does that mean? Um, and it was, it was great seeing the community come together and, and say, you know, Cliff, what is going on? You know, we're frustrated with you. Um, you know, and we're trying to you know help as far as giving advice or trying to get you to get the the right information, and that was I mean, that's that's one of the the huge benefits of this community, and it's uh, um, you know obviously something not something that you predict, but it was it was it was great to see that at least from my standpoint, outsider standpoint.
1: It was amazing because in my community there, there were about 300 to 350 people from the community that interacted with me over the course of that week and a half. Um, and I will tell you that I've got registered nurses, I've got emergency room nurses, I've got doctors, I've got all these other people who are in my community that that know a whole lot more than I do. And they told me – they said they were the ones who instructed me, do not sign the consent form. And it's like right. – I, and, and like, I mean the, – the, and when the nurse came in, she – if it weren't for the community and what they instructed me and told me what my rights were and, and all this other stuff – when I told the nurse I didn't want to sign the consent form, I was concerned. She said to me, "Why don't you go ahead and sign it? But I'll tell you what, the doctor will come in and see you before the morning before they come to take you back." And right. I, and I said, "No, I'm not going to sign anything because if they forget or they get too busy and they, you know, they can't make it. I, no, I want to talk to the doctor before anything." And she goes, "Well, I've never had anybody not sign a consent form." I said, "Well, you have now." And, and, right. and she just came, she kept going on and on and on about it and, and if I weren't if I weren't clued in by my community, I, I would have probably been convinced or coerced to go ahead and sign the consent form anyway. right and I'm glad I'm glad I didn't
0: right right And, and it's stories like that that really that really frustrate me. There, there's somebody in my chat room right now I won't call them out uh but uh it had a had a similar communication difficulty, but it was with his child and uh, the doctors were having a debate whether his child was having an appendicitis or not or whether she needed surgery or not. I think she had at her eight nine years old or something like that and and uh uh you know it's just those communication difficulties that that make things very very frustrating, and uh, you know that's something that you shared with your community and things. And uh, but uh, you know it's, it's it's frustrating for me to hear those this communication that uh, difficulties. But you know in the end, you know every, everything you know, did work out, and uh, and and you were laid up for a little bit a little bit of a while, even though you wanted to get back to work uh, right away. But 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 kind of just to just to finish the story, I I know the geeks in my audience will uh, will appreciate this, or they'll say ah, uh, but where were you supposed to be? right after New Year's.
1: Uh, well, let's just put it this way. The, the day of my surgery, I was supposed to be in Las Vegas, new Nevada, covering the CES as a new, new media correspondent for the Panasonic Corporation, uh, which was something that was, it was an all-expenses-paid trip. Uh, the five-star hotel treatment, uh, all, I mean, everything, all taken care of. Not to mention the full use of any kind of Panasonic gear that you could possibly imagine, a full HD, super gigantic cameras, uh, and I even had uh, several people from my community who were going to be at CES that were going to be my camera people and and all this other stuff. And yeah, it was it was a huge deal. Uh, it was going to be like a big break as far as getting some wonderful, awesome exposure. And uh, I tried everything within my power to put off that gallbladder surgery until until a week after. And they said, "Listen, man, if 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 you get hit with one of those attacks again while you're there, it, it's not going to be pretty." Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. it's But yeah, I missed out on it. And, and and a couple things changed for me that that month. Um, and, and basically the 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 things that i I learned through this first of all one hundred percent self employed uh, now the good thing is is that I was very prudent and very wise coming out of the insurance career that I did. you know my wife and I have an excellent health insurance plan, and uh, we had an HSA account which was fully funded so when when we got three thousand dollars in medical bills that came right in, we were able to cut a check and pay those immediately. And uh, the other, I think, eighteen thousand five hundred dollars has all been paid by the insurance company, so so I, I was well taken care of there. But as far as the, the income, I was out. I was out, laid up for three weeks straight. So not only did I not, not only did I not get to go to what I considered to be my biggest break, uh, and and I was heartbroken about it, uh, but I also was unable to earn income. For my family for three weeks straight, and wow. uh, and I, I'm a workaholic. I love Oh yeah. Work. I, I, and so it it was it was killing. Me. But what I what came out of that was the realization. It's like you know what when it comes down to it, what is life all about? And and I really started seriously asking some questions. You know, what if something happened to me in the hospital? Looking back at the past five years, and, and especially looking back this last year, I know my family understands the fact that you know starting new business isn't easy and it takes a lot of extra hard work and, and, and stuff like that. But seriously, though, 12, 14 hours a day, six or seven days a week, seriously? Is this healthy? And um, it, it, it became evident to me that this is not the legacy I, I want to leave behind, and, and this is not the life that I want to live moving forward. And so I, I started getting serious, and 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 really I I recognized that my my comp- compulsion to work nonstop so much was a lack of faith in, in in God to provide for my needs. And it's like you know what? Do I really believe that I make everything happen, or do I believe that if if I do the things that God calls me to do? Which includes living a balanced life, focusing on being the husband and father he wants me to be, uh, taking care of myself physically so that I'll be here for my kids uh, you know, while they're growing into the mature, uh, balanced adults that God wants me to help raise them to be. Um, you know, am, I, am I spending time with friends and am I building into relationships and, and, and inspiring people? You know, What am I doing? And and what kind of example am I being to the, you know, here I am blessed with thousands upon thousands of people who are following me consistently. What kind of example am I leading, leaving, or, yeah, how how much of an example am I to them when they see me working night and day, uh, my fingers to the bone? I mean, is is that what I want to encourage and inspire people to achieve? No. And and it became evident that um, while I was sitting there on that couch for three weeks, Um, things changed. Things changed. I I, I made a commitment that moving forward, I don't care, new business, not new business, there's got to be a different way. There's got to be balance in my life. I want to be that husband. I want to be that father. I want to be a physically fit person. I want to be healthy. I want to be somebody who who reads and improves their personal development and knowledge and wisdom. And I want to be somebody who not only has a lot of people following them but has something to give to those people that, that is in, of educational value, encouragement, and, and inspirational. And, and so, yes, major changes happened as a result of that. And as far as I'm concerned, I'd give up three more CES opportunities to, to get what I gained out of that experience.
0: Yeah, that kind of segues in, in into into the, the last thing that uh, that I wanted to talk about is uh, you know, um, you know this this uh, you know pursuing a balanced life, kind of what started um really you know six weeks ago, you know, May first, um you made a conscious decision uh to really try to pursue a balanced life, uh which includes, you know, physical health and spending time with family and, and you really kind of touched on that. Um, I guess kind of share with my audience your your, your journey uh, since May first. I know you've done that, you know, on on your rebranded uh, podcast, life dot com. But kind of just share with my audience, you know, kind of what you've been experiencing since May first.
1: Well, sure. Well, I, starting last year, I, I had made attempts to to try to get more physically a- active, and the, really the goal was to lose weight and and just to to just try to be more physically active because. I was. I, I shared with you, I was working 12 and 14 hours a day, six or seven days a week, which was ridiculous. And I was, there were days when I would probably wake up, I'd come downstairs, work, I'd go upstairs, eat lunch, come downstairs, work, go upstairs, eat dinner, come downstairs, work, and go to bed about two or three in the morning and get up at nine and do it again the next day. Now, with all that being said, absolutely, I loved every single minute of, that I was working, but it was still unhealthy and it was it was a little bit overboard and quite ridiculous now that i look back at it um but what i in the times there when I, last year it was about may or june of last year that i i really got serious about you know i want to lose some weight and i want to get more physically active so i i i i did that and and some people encouraged me to uh get a you know to to set some goals and i got a pedometer which i'm a you know i'm an assess, i'm an obsessive compulsive goal setter so uh, you put a pedometer on me and tell me that my goal is 6,000 steps or 10,000 steps and I'm going to do everything possible to achieve it. Even if I'm only one step over, I'm, by valley I'm going to do it. And if at the end of the day I'm at 9,200 steps, you better believe I'm going to be going outside and running 800 steps. So, I mean, it, 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 those kind of things really help. And I started, somebody suggested I count calories and stuff like that that's going to help me lose weight, and I started counting calories. But I, really I was I was a junk food dieter. is is what i would say i I, I was on a diet i was being more physically active and sure i may have lost a little bit of weight here and there but to be honest with you i was depriving myself uh and and there was really nothing that had changed in my mind about the way that i ate and the the purpose and stuff like that And, and and so much like i said in january changed so as i said it took it took a little while to get over uh the 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 surgery and after being off for three out of it for three weeks and stuff like that and then coming back to work i found myself sinking back into old habits even though i had this new revelation and stuff like that and somebody and we have this section in our community forum called the health fitness and accountability section of the forum and one of my listeners says you know hey cliff you always ask us to to hold you accountable And, and and that's exactly what i do i say listen guys this is my goals and if you ever see me you know not pursuing these goals feel free to you know kindly and patiently kind of give me a nudge and so they did and somebody said you know hey tomorrow's May 1st and wouldn't it be a great time to to you know re reenergize your goals for for the new month and so I did that next day I got out and I started walking 10,000 steps which is 5 miles and, and I, I really got crazy about doing it and it's like listen I'm going to be obsessive and I'm going to be compulsive about this and I'm just going to do it and I and I started seeing some real success about a week and a half into it, I started counting calories again. But then I started hearing about this podcast called Fitness Rocks, and I started listening to nutritional podcasts that teach me about uh, the health of eating and stuff like that, and I, all of a sudden I had this thing, what I, what's called a paradigm shift, and I did an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life recently called uh, Paradigm Shift, and I explained how radically I think differently about food, and, and now I know I, I'm basically – I'm taking, um, I, I'm taking the same courses that uh, health professionals take at Stanford University through iTunes University. So basically I'm listening to lectures and, and watching video lectures, full video lectures from Stanford University's health library. And I am learning so much about health and nutrition and fitness and all of these other things. I'm listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm listening to Fitness Rock. I, I'm listening to so much information out there. I'm reading books, and I'm really starting to understand. And now when I look at my food, I am not on a diet. I have changed my lifestyle. And um, I've changed the, a couple other things that have changed. Is I rec- recognize that I still need to, uh, to do quite a bit of work to make things happen financially here. And I learned that the only way I'm going to be able to do, be the husband and father that I need to be is to be able to quit work in a, at a reasonable hour at night, usually by 5.30. And the only way I'm going to be able to do, to do that is if I get enough work done during the daytime. And the only way I could think to do that is to get up at 5 o'clock every morning, and that way I can get my hour-long walk-in every single day. And um, the only way I'm going to be able to do that is by going to bed at 9 or 9.30 each night. And by golly, it took me about three or four days to get used to it, but I did it. And I've been doing it, and uh, some major things have happened. And in fact, I uh, in the last six, week, I, six weeks, I've lost 16 pounds, and Good for I you. look like a different person. So,
0: Yeah, and I, and I think it, you shared it on one of your podcasts, I think. Uh, maybe it was your daughter um, talking about work and you, know, you spending time with the family, and uh, she said something like, uh, oh, well, you don't have to work tonight. You could be with us. Um, and I know, you know just hearing that and you saying that you know, was a huge impact. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, yeah, in fact, um, the, the other day my, my daughter says uh, we, we went out to dinner. We had gone out to a movie on, Tuesday, on a Tuesday evening, which would have never happened before. Because uh, I, I, n- now I'm off work usually by 530 every single night of the week now. Um, and, I, and I don't work on the weekends hardly at all. Uh, which is crazy stuff. But anyway, um, I had taken the family out to see the movies uh, at the cheap theaters on a Tuesday evening, and then I worked really long and really hard on Saturday, all day Saturday. I mean, hardly saw my family at all that day. And my wife and my kids were totally cool with it because, you know what, that's okay. You, don't, It's not like you do this all the time is what my wife said. And when she said that, it's like, huh, you know what, you're right. How cool is that? And then I, I ended up, we went to church the next day, and uh, after church I said, listen, let's go out to lunch, and let's go see a movie. And I want to treat you guys because I worked my butt off all day yesterday, and, and I got paid well for what I did the day before. And uh, we were at lunch, and Megan says to me, she goes, Dad, where are you getting all this money? And I said, What? And she goes, where are you getting all this money? You took us to the movies earlier, and you're taking us out to lunch to, or to dinner to, or to lunch today, and then you're taking us to the movie. We're, you always say that we don't have any money to do this, and we don't have money to do that. And I said, well, Megan, I, I've been working really hard lately, and I've got some new clients, and things are going pretty well. So I figured out, and and then I worked all day yesterday. She goes, but where are you getting money, Because get you're not, you don't hardly work at all anymore. Wow. And I'm like, yes. Oh, and, and Absolutely. She, and I'm, I'm sorry, I messed the best part. She says, but Dad, you've been spending so much time with us.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's great. That's great. Um, and I did see recently, I think within the last few days, that uh, uh, you're going to have kind of a live uh, roundtable type discussion, like a live podcast coming up, I think, next week or something like that.
1: Yeah, Monday night at 9 p.m. Um, it, you can go to gspn.tv slash pablcall, which is Pursuing a Balanced live call. So if you go to gspn.tv slash pablcall, uh, you can see the information to register. It's absolutely free. And uh, there, there's this um, thing on Twitter that we've all been keeping in touch with each other. If you, if anybody's out there and they, they know how to use Twitter uh, in the search function, type in pound P A B L, and it's just the pound symbol P A B L. I really encourage you to do that, and uh, and I invite other people to join in and, and pursue a more balanced life. It's it's a it's a life changer.
0: Uh, now, before I let you go, I do want to give some love to uh, GSPN, and uh, um, you do some uh, podcasting consulting, and also you you, uh, you sell some uh, equipment uh, as well. Um, and just listening to. Uh, podcast answer man, and uh, you know those podcasts. Uh, it seems like you know that's uh, you know, people are coming to you kind of as a uh, authority in uh, in podcasting, and it looks like that's been working out very well for you.
1: It has been a huge blessing, and honestly, that you know that's that's what's putting the food on the table. Uh, it's one third. Um, equipment sales are one third of our income. Um, e- uh, consulting is one third of our income. And our gspn.tv TV Plus membership is one third of our income. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And I know I get I get uh, questions sometimes, and I just I just forward them to gspn.tv. TV. Uh, and and uh, something interesting uh, that I want to share with my audience, my audience is that uh, uh, sometimes you have these kind of instructional what they call uh, webinars um, about podcasting. Uh, what you just kind of describe that to my audience, and 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 you know what what a you know. What a webinar with Cliff Ravenscraft is is like.
1: Sure, uh, a webinar, and I'll, I'll just say this: a webinar with Cliff Ravenscraft is very similar to po- uh, podcast consulting one on one with me, uh, and, and it's just the only difference is that in a, in a webinar form, you get the benefit of a cheaper discounted rate because you're only paying a small fee for several hours worth of uh, consulting, and you're in a room with usually about anywhere between three to nine other people uh, so it's, it's kind of shared resources kind of thing but here's here's what happens I use a, I, I use a service called GoToMeeting, and I sit down and prepare ahead of time these outlines of the most commonly asked questions that people pay me $95 an hour for and I sit down and I just go through and I share the question and I answer the question but I don't just do it in audio form which we're all connected via the phone But I actually share my computer screen with them. And I actually show them step by step how things are done. And there are some people who say, well, you know, I'm on a Mac and I have this program. Can you tell me how it works? And with the GoToMeeting, I'm able to say, OK, if you don't mind, I'm going to click a button here. I need you to hit share your screen. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at your computer and give me the control for your mouse and keyboard. Here's how you do it. And then I actually show them how to do the same thing in a different program on their Mac because I use both PCs and Macs here. And uh, I'm able to show them how to answer that question and do the same thing on their platform and answer the questions. And everybody else is actually seeing their screen at that time. And so it's it's almost as though I'm sitting there right next to you at your computer one-on-one, training you and teaching you to do things. And, um, you know, some people are probably hearing this and it's it's like, gosh, Cliff, people are paying $95 an hour for this stuff. Well, I'll tell you, not only do I have people paying me $95 an hour for this stuff, but I have a waiting list now of people who sometimes, you know, want to schedule an appointment. It's it's about a week out at this point because there are people – my clients are telling me – they say, listen, I've been trying to get this podcast off the ground for the last eight months. I've read this book this book and this book i found all of these articles and i will tell you in the past 18 months or in the past 8 months that i've been trying to do this i've learned more from you in the last 2 to 3 hours than i have that entire time in fact a majority of the people that i consult with from absolutely having just an idea for a podcast they have a hosting account set up wordpress installed a theme designed and their podcast and RSS feed submitted to iTunes with their first sample episode online within three hours. Wow. And hmm. a complete understanding of how to do it themselves from that point forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess uh, I mean, we didn't even touch on, uh, on uh, the GSPN uh, network. Uh, and how many... Uh, how many podcasts would you say that you're actively uh, producing right now? 20. Wow. <laughs> and you probably get that question a lot, too. Like, how do you do that? And, and, and you're like, well, I can show you how I do that.
1: In fact, I have a webinar called uh, Podcast Equipment Setup and Podcast, um, Podcast Production Workflow. And because that, that's the biggest question, how do you produce so many shows? And I, I, sh- I go through and I share the techniques of how I set up my equipment so that you know, I get everything done right the first time. I don't have to go in and edit my podcast for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, let's just say if this was an interview where I was interviewing you and uh, you, were, you were the interviewee, I'd be recording this, and as soon as we're done, within 10 minutes, this podcast would be online and it would actually sound extremely professional uh, and it would have a in-studio quality, and the only person that would sound like they're on the phone would be you. Just like a radio show.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Oh, I, I guess last thing we could talk about um, is uh, PodCamp. Uh, there's so much stuff I want to talk to you about, but <laughs> um, I guess the timeliness is that with PodCamp coming up uh, uh, next week. Um, well, what what the, what what are you gonna be presenting? What what is your session gonna be out be about at PodCamp next week?
1: Yeah, uh, this year I'm taking a little bit of a different approach. Before, it was all, I always talked about, you know, kind of podcasting as a career, kind of sharing my story for people who might be looking into this. Uh, this year at PodCamp I'm actually presenting um, a, a seminar on podcasting equipment, getting the right gear the first time. And so I'm going to go up and I'm going to talk about um, you know, the, the, the benefits and the drawbacks of you know, uh, going the $25 route, which anybody can start podcasting for as little as $25. And, um, in fact, I'm going to say, you, you know, the, I'll never tell anybody that they shouldn't do it because that's exactly how I started. Um, and I'm going to tell people the benefits and the drawbacks, uh, and really the only drawback is the financial end of it, but I'm going to tell the benefits and drawbacks of starting out with the right equipment the first time if you have the budget and only and only if you have the passion and the desire and you know for a fact this is what you want to do. And uh, a lot of people are surprised when they call me for an equipment consultation, and and they're thinking, you know, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just bite the bullet here, and I'm going to buy all this package from you. And they say, gosh, Cliff, why don't don't you uh, click the Buy Now button on your packages? It's like, well, because uh, about 20% of the time somebody calls me to buy one of my packages for $900, and by the time they're off the phone with me, I recognize what it is that they want to do, and how they want, and, and what kind of format they're doing. And usually, for about three hundred and ninety nine dollars, uh, losing out on four hundred dollars worth of sale there, uh, but for three hundred and ninety nine dollars, they get exactly what they needed.
0: Hmm. So that's, okay. that's
1: the kind of sem- That's the seminar that I'm going to be providing. I'm going to be talking about, um, you mm-hmm. know, digital audio recorders. I'm going to talk about mixers. I'm going to explain what a mix-minus is. I'm going to I'm going to actually show all the equipment that I use in my studio uh to produce uh shows, take in live calls, take Skype calls, all the different computers that I use, why I use the different computers that I use, uh how I get onto Ustream everything. It's it's all going to be in there. And basically this this seminar that I'm going to be presenting at uh Podcamp is something that I had uh, uh a whole bunch of people who just paid me $95 to spend uh, two hours uh, viewing in a webinar. So it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it, it's going to be a jam-packed full with useful
0: content. Well, great, okay. great. Well, Cliff, there's so much more stuff I could talk to you about, but I, I, uh, I don't want to keep you too long, um, and I want to keep my listeners too long. <laughs> uh, but uh, i mean, thank you so much for being on the show. I guess the last thing I could talk about uh, uh, is District uh, your podcast in general is that uh, you do have some... Uh, podcasts that people that anybody can get, I guess, free podcasts, and then there is a there is a uh, 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 premium content pre- uh, subscription type of model, um, and uh, that seems to kind of been working out for you too. It's slow starting out as, as most things are, but uh, um, I guess checking in back in with your site, things have been you know kind of picking up in the past few months, and, and looks like that's been uh, going a little bit uh, better as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we're currently at 286 people who are paying $10 a month to get access to all of our content that we produce. And, and I'll be honest with you that, that a lot of those people, it, it's not just the content, it's the community and the fact that they they really believe in the message of what we're doing. And so they kind of see this as not only just content, but they also see it as uh, supporting a, a mission of, of encouraging and inspiring other people to to, to live better lives, and that that just basically changes it really changes the world one person at a time kind of stuff. And uh, if you if you ever get a chance, uh, folks can uh, listen to some of this stuff. In fact, um, if you don't mind, I, I'd love to play like a testimonial of somebody, if you if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, sure, go ahead.
1: So let let me pull it out. In fact, what I'm doing is anybody can do this. They can go to gspn.tv/plus. And I am pulling up my mixer right now, and I am gonna switch over here. Let me uh, do this. Push it. All righty. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. you. Okay, great. So there we go. Now I'm speaking to you through my mixer, and here's a sample of somebody who recently uh, left a testimonial. So listen to this.
0: Yeah. Hi my name is Jenny and I'm from Rochester, New York. I'm a mother of a young son and I work full time and I spend a lot of time listening to GSPN podcasts. I started listening because I was into loss and I was looking for Lost podcasts and I can't believe what I found in GSPN and just the, the inspiration and sense of community that I feel by listening to their podcasts. I really feel connected to Cliff and Stephanie and it's really important to me and I, I think it's changing my life. It's, inspiring me to live better and I'm just so thankful for all that they do and that's why I'm a plus member and I'm really proud of that fact so there you go well great great um, yeah. and you know I, I, I'm a plus member and uh, I am uh, I'm going to commit to you cliff that I'm going to re-up for another year because uh, I, I think it's worth it and you have a lot of great content and, uh, um, and you know, I, I just with talking with you, and, and I know and I share this with my audience, too, uh, you know, talking with you last year at PodCamp, um, the first time I met you was when I put my video camera right in your face and say, tell me about Cliff Ravenscraft, and I put that on my blog today, DrAnonymous.com, and you were so nice to me answering my questions even after, you know, that kind of impromptu interview, answering my questions about journal podcasting and things, and uh, I came home and... Uh, started listening to your content and uh, became a uh, a subscriber and uh I will re up for another year because I, I really believe in what you're doing and uh um, you know i I think you know it's it's really inspiring for me for people to to follow what they feel called to do um and you and stephanie are doing that and and uh and also to let you know too i mean I like a lot of other uh, of your uh, plus members you know i I listen to pursuing a balanced life when I'm working out on the treadmill and things, and that's been very inspiring uh, to me as well. So I want to thank you uh, for inspiring me as well.
1: Well, thank you very much. And I I do want to say to people, when they hear premium content, um, out of the 20 shows that we produce at gspn.tv, 18 out of the 20 all have free content available. Uh, Some of our shows, uh, like uh, we have uh, the About the Church, the Almost Daily Devotional, Family from the Heart, uh, those, those, and podcastanswerman.com, uh, th- all of those shows, 100% of the content is free all of the time. Um, and, and of the other shows that are there, uh, a, mature, we, we've a great deal of our content is available for free. And, and the only reason we, we hold back any content is to, I mean, honestly, when you go pure donation method only, it really doesn't get people to think, uh, is it worth it? And uh, we found that when when we take some of our shows and just withhold some of it as a an added benefit to people who kind of support the the content that we produce, it's like they, it kind of asks them, well, gosh, is it really worth it? And a lot of people, well, 286 people have said, yeah, and and we're seeing more and more people come on each week and each month that that answer the question, yeah, I guess it is worth it. And for those who are not sure about it and you don't want to pay. Um, we, have, we don't treat anybody in our gspn.tv community different if you're not a Plus member. Uh, the, the only, there, there are only a couple things that Plus members get to do that, that uh, just anybody else that comes along and listens to our podcast and comes to our live shows and, and all that stuff that they don't get to do. But, but uh, yeah, the, we very much try to be accessible to as many people as possible. Because for me, this is so much more than just about making money. And uh, that, that's, I think that that's something that when people hear, oh, he charges for podcasts, that's kind of crazy. And a lot of people think oh, I'm just in it for the money, and, and it, it takes a little while. But if they give me a chance, they they recognize really quickly that this is not about money for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so before I let you go, Cliff, uh, I'll, I'll let you plug your website and Twitter and Facebook and whatever you want to plug before I, uh, before I let you go here tonight.
1: Okay, great. Uh, well, uh, first of all, gspn.tv. If you go there, uh, you'll see the most recent blog entry with uh, you know what's the latest news happening right now. Uh, and, of course, you'll see at the top navigational menu, you'll see shows slash subscribe, and you can see the list of the 20 shows that we have. Uh, the RSS feeds for the free feeds, all the buttons for Zune, iTunes, and everything uh, is there, and you can just click on those and subscribe to them for free. Uh, PodcastAnswerMan.com if you're interested in podcast about podcasting. And there's over 100 hours worth of free advice and answers to all your questions you might have uh, over there. And, of course, I'm available for equipment sales and consulting. And uh, if you are like so many people, including myself, uh, find yourself uh, one day just y- your, your, your waistline getting a little bigger than you ever thought it might, and you find yourself spending way too much time in front of a computer, or maybe you just can't ever pull yourself away from work, even when you're sitting down uh, with your, your spouse, your, your mind is still at work, uh, then, then maybe it's time to, to look into pursuing a more balanced life. And, and uh, it's, it's my greatest passion to, to encourage and inspire other people to pursue a balanced life, and I encourage you to check out pursuingabalancedlife.com. Cliff Ravenscroft, Oh yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh Twitter so Cliff Ravenscraft, uh yes. thank you so much for being on the show. Uh uh it's 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 been great to kinda of try to finally match up our schedules following the T V season and uh congratulations on all your success, uh not only professionally but personally as well. Um and, and, and sharing this with your community and, and uh you know I remember uh, being uh, being interviewed on uh on uh, New Year's Eve and, uh, you know, having my community come and uh, be in your chat room to kind of hang out with your community. It's, It's always great, you know. You know, uh, connecting communities and things, and I know you and I have talked a little bit about um, that book, tribes, before, and how these communities kind of come together. And uh, it's it's just it's been really fascinating to to see. And know, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you at uh, uh, PodCamp next week. And and there's so much more that that I wanted to talk to you about on the show, but maybe I'll just catch up with you next week, and then we can kind of catch up then.
1: Sounds good, man. I look forward to seeing you there.
0: Okay, great. Have a good night. All right, kids, so that uh, is uh, Cliff uh, Ravenscraft, so a uh, real nice guy. He's been a, uh, very much a uh, inspiration to me and, and to a lot of uh, other people, uh, especially in his community, and uh, so it, it's been it was great talking with him. Uh, we have uh, 11 minutes uh, scheduled uh, for the rest of the show here. I'm just going to take a quick break, and then uh, we will just uh, kind of finish some things off here. So you're listening to The Dr. Anonymous Show live on Block Talk Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> to the last 10 minutes of the Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio. So we'll have another quick roll call here. Thank you for joining me in the chat room here. We have Agent Merv. We uh, have uh, Angelo, our good buddy from uh, PodCamp, Ohio. Uh, Bongi calling in live from South Africa. Yeah, thank you for uh, joining us uh, early in the morning uh, in South Africa. We have Danny Johnson, junior Jay, J-Man, Liz, Kat for the Landy Lowdown. And uh, Cliff and Survivor Stephanie and Ben from the Woodshed Crew, thank you for joining us for the last nine minutes here uh, on the show. And uh, so, yeah, PodCamp Ohio is next week. i um, very excited about that. Um, and uh, so so the thing is that uh, I, I think I'm going to be, because I'm working the day before, so I'm probably going to be going down on early uh, Saturday morning uh, for that, so a so, little Little heads up to uh, my uh, pals in uh, Columbus. Uh, they are going to be going down there because I wanted to go down there uh, Friday, uh, but I don't think that my work schedule is going to allow that. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, and uh, Angelo is having uh, putting a, a suggestion or a comment here. What do you think about hanging out here Saturday night after Pod Camp? And I'm going to put up. Um, People in the archives are be looking about. Uh, but uh, this is McFadden's Restaurant and Saloon. Wow, interesting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, just took a, a quick uh, look at that. looks interesting. Um, and I know that there is, a, uh, I believe, a survey that uh, they're asking people to fill out. And I think hopefully, because I saw it on, on the Twitter feed, um, I'm thinking that's going to be on the uh, PodCamp Ohio uh, website too. Because uh, I know they're looking for some feedback prior to the uh, uh, PodCamp Ohio event, so uh, I will direct people over there. Unless uh, people uh, will give me uh, another uh, link um, in the chat room here, where to fill out that uh, that survey. Uh, so, so yeah, I'll be going. Uh, I'll be going there. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be uh, nice uh, to see uh, people. Uh, again there, uh, oh, they're giving me a link here. So the people in the archives here, uh, so I guess the, the link here is uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, slash PCO09 survey. So if you're going to PodCamp Ohio and you're listening to this on the archives, fill that out. The organizers will definitely appreciate that. Uh, so I guess just kind of the last thing is just kind of uh closing up uh, my uh, uh, trip to uh, Hilton Head Island uh, last week uh, was there for officially for hospital business <laughs> uh, but there was a, the the conference there was very good from a content standpoint learned a lot of stuff um, and hopefully we'll be uh, implementing that in my practice and also at the hospital uh, and it didn't hurt that it was in Hilton head uh, but uh, it was uh uh, it rained there every day, uh, so I wanted to try to get some golf. It was not able to do that. So, but hey, it's better than working. So I'm not complaining. Uh, so yeah, but I do want to thank everybody who who joined me for my two shows live in Hilton Head uh, last week. My Thursday show, uh, which went better than the Friday show. <laughs> so if uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I almost deleted the show, but I left it all up, up there for you for your entertainment uh it, it's uh hilton head uh part two uh, it's a two-hour show the first uh, 30 to 45 minutes is me wrestling with the technology here at Block talk radio and then it kind of went downhill uh from there but <laughs> it was it was a it was a good time it's always nice to do shows uh uh on site uh we're in from the un- unfamiliar territory it wasn't the uh it wasn't the Skype or anything like that. Well, no, it was the Skype. It was not the Internet connection there at the hotel because uh, the Internet connection there was okay. I think the Skype was a little bit, uh, little bit dicey there for me. So I was a little bit frustrated, and you can hear it in my voice. And uh, from what people have told me, it is very, very entertaining. <laughs> oh, so I encourage you to uh, check that out. And uh, let's see, we have six minutes left. But so I'm going to start to close up the show here again. I do want to thank my guest again. Cliff Ravenscraft, podcast guru, and also podcast consultant and uh, podcast equipment salesman guy. I don't know; it's probably disparaging comments. Sorry about that. But anything you want to know about uh, podcasting, uh, go check out uh, gspn.tv or even uh, podcastanswerman.com. And um, I didn't get to tell him this on the air, but uh, you know, he definitely has helped me as far as trying to you know, tighten up the format of the show here and, uh, you know, make it sound a little bit more professional than uh, what it is versus show number one. And uh, uh, I may be taking the next leap or the next step in this, uh, in this journey and uh, purchasing one of those funky little uh, uh, mixers. Uh, but I'm still kind of debating about that. But I know I will talk to Cliff next week uh, about that. Uh, so my next show here will be a Saturday night. It will be June 13th. Uh, 2009 at 9 p.m. Eastern time. It will be the Night Shift uh, with Dr. A, and it will be the last Saturday Night Shift show for the summer, so you can't miss that. Um, our good friend Kat from the Land Landview Lowdown will be joining us, and we will be having a good time on Saturday night. And Angela is asking about next week's episode. Yeah, next week, uh, Thursday, June 18th, two days before PodCamp Ohio. We'll be doing something similar that we did last year. Uh, We'll be having the pre-PodCamp party right here on the Dr. Anonymous show. And uh, we'll also be celebrating the three-year blog anniversary of the Dr. Anonymous blog. So lots and lots of fun here on June 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll open up the phone lines. Last year what we did is we had people call in and talk about their sessions, uh, talk about how excited they are for PodCamp. Uh, So it will be a big free-for-all, and you will get to see me try to balance uh, five or six phone lines at the same time like I did last year. If you want to see me doing a high-wire act, tune in next week or even call in and uh, see if you can throw me off. It won't be that difficult. Uh, And then on uh, Thursday, June 25th, um, will be the post-podcamp wrap-up show right here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Uh, to uh, tell you the stories of PodCamp Ohio 2. That's right. <laughs> if you want to learn the inside scoop of PodCamp Ohio, check out uh, uh, the uh, show on June 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, live here on Block Talk Radio. I will give you the inside scoop. I was thinking about doing a, a show live at PodCamp on my normal uh, Saturday show, but I I don't think I'm going to be doing that. I don't think I'll be in any capacity... To broadcast, and that's all I'm saying. Uh, so, July, uh, just to let people know, July, I'm taking, uh, taking all of July off from podcasting. Uh, so, uh, just to unplug for a little while, just from podcasting, I'm going to try to do a little bit of blogging again because uh, I've lost that a little bit and I missed that. So, I'm going to be getting back into that. But in August, uh, August is going to be a big month uh, because it will be the uh, second anniversary of the Dr. Anonymous show here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, and I'm just trying to line up some great, great guests, great med bloggers, great, uh, great people in the medical blogosphere for uh, all of you to listen to. So it's going uh, to be a good time for that. And uh, so, yeah, that's it. That's all I have for you tonight. So, uh, uh, so you can always check me out at DrAnonymous.com. And uh, if you want to check out my Facebook page, you can go to DrAnonymous.net and uh, finally, uh, dranonymous.org, that will take you uh, right to my iTunes page. Or if you're confused, just Google, Google Dr. Anonymous, and that will take you where you need to go. So so thanks a lot, everybody. And I will uh, close up uh, with this closing song here. I'll probably uh, cut off the audio at the bottom of the hour, but uh, I want to thank everybody for joining me live, or if you are joining me on the archives thank you for listening to the show as well i am dr anonymous and uh you can find me at dranonymous.com.net.org good night from the buckeye state just to let people know um, i'll be doing a little bit of a post show here i do that uh, sometimes here and uh, you you can find me over at dranonymous.tv that takes you to my ustream page and i'll probably I'll maybe do 15 you know, 10 15 minutes uh, post show uh over there and to process a little bit what uh what happened <laughs> uh so in fact i will not do a closing song i will just uh, say good night from the buckeye state i am dr anonymous uh hopefully i will see you over in the post show a little bit uh good night and I uh, we'll talk to you all very soon good night everybody